Welcome to Side Note. I'm Danny Day. And I'm Nishay. In this episode, we are discussing adaptive nurturing. We're questioning traditions of discipline and nurturing that have been passed down through lineage and culture and discussing the methods we have found to be effective with our children. Our hope in sharing our experiences is that you'll be encouraged, know that you're not alone, and feel okay to examine your own relationships with parenting and make adjustments for the better. Thank you for joining us. There are so many different scenarios that can lead to um, a mom being a single mom. And regardless of what they are, it's so important that we speak life and acknowledge the way that both the mother and the child are doing the best that they can in that situation. There's no way to replace what a child can get from having both parents because um, it's not just single moms, it's single single fathers as well. There's no way to impl- to replace that. And then there's, you know, there's like you grew up in a situation where your father wasn't always at home and it wasn't because he didn't want to be there. It's because he had a job that was far away that took him away. So it does, you know, there are reasons for children having gaps. Yes. Like a million scenarios. And so we just have to be understanding of that. Yes. Society of asking those questions like what's what's going on with you? They might not have the language for it. No, it's absolutely that's that's absolutely right. And I think it's a crazy world that children who are are born into a situation where their father is is not either present or alive or able to come and be with them or doesn't care or whatever the case may be in situations where like even my kids are in a situation you know like the situation that I grew up in where I didn't have my dad all the time there and my sons are growing up in a situation you know because their dad is a sailor and so he's away for long chunks of time and I guess for chunks of time I find myself being I guess in a single it kind of, I, I would never, I think I would never disrespect though what it is for a lot of women, what it means for a lot of women to be single moms by saying that I'm a single mom. I guess I am in, in certain ways, mm-hmm. but I have another, I have someone providing for the bills and doing whatever. So I, I don't want to like disrespect women who actually are shouldering it on their own by saying I'm in I'm in their ranks because I have right. massive respect for women who do it all by themselves mm-hmm. um, massive respect but in a lot of ways like not having him around you see changes in behavior like the day he leaves my kids brains go on vacation mm-hmm. they don't want to do anything <laughs> I mean the discipline aspect of it like there's 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 so many components like that show you that either way you look at it, you, there's no replacing that balance in the household, like you said before, no way of replacing that balance. And the best thing I think that can be done would be having a village, like a strong village yeah. around yeah. your your children to support them and to support to you. support you. Yeah. And thankfully for me, even though it hasn't always been a, a perfect scenario or a say, should say for my son, he's always been around 
a set of grandparents mm -hmm. or great grandparents. And I think that that has had, and he's also been in more so a caregiver mode because mm -hmm. we've been taking care of people. So instead of uh, feeling sorry for himself and not having, you know, some of that village around, he has been blessed to have people around who love him and care, yeah. and care about him and that he can care for, which I think, I think I've thought about this before, but I think it really weighs a lot into who he is as a person yes. because he's not just around here being a kid. He's also mm -hmm. taking care of helping to take care of people. Um, and I think that has made a significant difference in, in who he is and, and how thankful he is and grateful for he is. Yeah, yeah. For and that's a massive, yeah. And that's a huge- yeah, you too. He was Auntie Danielle. It's my boy. <laughs> I think it also like, it helps to ensure that he grows up into the type of man that like, is a pillar that holds up the ceiling of his family like he he is a protector he is a support he is a like if he's always growing up in that way then he won't depart from that when he becomes a man or a yeah. father himself you know a husband and father himself he won't he won't depart from it because it's it's ingrained mm -hmm. you know and he knows he can he knows yeah. he's of value mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that girl <laughs> 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 that that right there that's why it's so hard on on kids who who don't have their parents for any other re like in a situation where your parents divorce and they separate that comes with its own set of pains but they were yes. there in your life yeah they will they they tend you know for the most part they tend to stay in your life i'm sure there's situations where people divorce and then they don't really see their dad anymore yeah. i'm sure or their mom anymore yeah but like so there's still some kind of you know who your dad is or you know who your mom is you know who your people are you've been yeah. a family you had that yeah but for ones that grow up with just this question mark of like, you can fill that question mark with all kind of answers that will tear you down, you know, and affect your sense of worth and your sense yeah. of security and therefore manifest in, and not everybody, but, but definitely you can see a trend where it manifests in, in your behavior, you know? I totally agree. Cause I can say that for myself. Like I was raised my, the, the person that I refer to as my dad or my father is the person that I was raised with from age two. When he married my mom, he adopted me. Um, but my biological father, that whole side of my family, I, I don't even know. I don't know what parts of me come from that side. I can't even look around and say, Oh, I got that from, you know, so-and-so. Um, Cause I don't know. I don't know yeah. them. And it does, thankfully for me, I I think I'm pretty balanced, but I do know that there have been times when I'm just like, it's, it's a very confusing uh, thing to really, yeah. I know who he is and I met him a couple of times, but to never like really get to know that person and to know that they really don't want you in their world and they, they, they're not even trying to, trying to be in your world for whatever reason. Yeah, you know, trying to understand who you are, trying to learn about you, and you know that that yeah, <laughs> that has its moments. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's it's it's. I wish people understood that, like before they 
had ch- before not even just before they had children but before they like lay down with some mm. you know that one plus one equals two if you don't want to make two then don't lay down with one and i'm sure people like have feelings about what i just said because you know uh but like the fact of the the fact of the matter is though <laughs> that the only way to avoid that is to just then i, I just i i have a hard oh, time no. conceptualizing like it's it's difficult for me because to wrap my mind around is- the thing is, it's like one thing to like ha- lay down and have sex with someone. It's even another thing to be like, I think I want to have a baby with this person. But the reality is, yeah, it's going to take work. It's not just the work of of maintaining a healthy relationship, no matter how that goes with the, the with the parent. But it's mm-hmm. also maintaining a healthy relationship with the child who has a completely different personality. Yeah. It's very difficult to get to know a person when you're not living in the same house with them. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to respect who both of those other people are as individuals and not try to just wield your whatever desires around and really try to get to know everyone and really spend time making an effort to yeah. be present in a way that's supportive rather than dominating. You shouldn't, you should because mm-hmm. it, it's easy for people to just be like, do this, do that, do this, do that. And mm-hmm. I'll see you in a week or so. Yep. You know, that's real easy, but it's very damaging. It's it extremely is. damaging. It is. Honestly, like, you know, I know we don't exist in, in, a, in a vacuum. So I understand like the people are going to do what, what they're going to do. And sex is extremely natural and mm-hmm. pleasant. That's and fun. so people it's fun. you know. It's good. Good. It's wonderful. <laughs> but the it, but it's so sad that like sip a cool water. <laughs> <laughs> sip your cool water now. <laughs> but it's just it's unfortunate the ways that like <laughs> the reality of of what manifests from that even if a child doesn't manifest like to me even even just like what is created when you have sex with someone what kind of bond your ties are like connected with that person like you have to really go away it doesn't just go away like you you don't you you, you've got to think beyond five minutes for some of these ones out here or less (laughs) you gotta stop like like (laughs) plus or minus Plus or minus, you, you know, you're making all kind of wily decisions for that short little burst of ecstasy. Yeah. It's amazing. And then and then a whole nother life then has to deal with the repercussions of your choices. And that's why I feel like for any of the children that I know around me who don't have their mother or don't have their father, I feel it really important to love on them even more. Yeah, you know, I feel and and not and not out of pity because like I don't believe in pity. It's about loving the, on them even more because I have it to give and because they need to make sure that they we need to exalt them. Yeah, you know, That's so that all children know that all, they are loved yes. and appreciated yes. and valuable yes. and who yes. they are matters. Exactly. And, you know, and I'm I'm trying to think of it in in regards to to my my son Tafari, and how just the balance of him being a caregiver mm-hmm. has probably filled in that gap in a lot of ways. Yeah, like he knows he matters. He knows he's a value. And yeah. So I think that has made an impact on him. But I know that every child does not have that opportunity. Yeah. Or that burden, because it is a bit of a burden as well. Yeah. 
It is something like I think it's not just the place you bring your kids to; it's the people and the scenarios. And there are, I feel like there are way too many children that don't have a scenario that's like ripe with anything that will enable them to grow or supersede the ceiling that they're under. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a it's a heartbreaking thing to witness, especially as I sit and I you know read articles about. Um, like there's been like a rash of really young kids resorting to violence. Yeah, yeah like yeah. That's this one kid they talked about. Yep. Oh my gosh! I mean, if 11 year olds are shooting people, what's this? Like, what's this world? And and it's because like this child didn't have uh, the presence of 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 his father and the ones who were his fathers or his brothers or the family that he began to find from because we need we're social creatures we need family we need something to tether us to this world mm-hmm. and and for for a young boy who who was looking for masculine yep. direction or whatever he turned to a gang of guys that weren't even that much older than him yeah. you know making strange decisions themselves mm-hmm. and when they showed this kid in court talking to the judge that you know it was all because of covid it was all like zoom with the blocks and everything and the one who was there for him was his grandfather not his mom not his dad his grandfather yeah. and it and it, it so sad it's so sad or, or or you see all these things with you know a father i saw at least three different stories about father and sons that ended up in the same jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Father's been in there the, the kid's whole life. Now the kid's there and yeah. they in there together. Like, and that's why I, I admire the kids who don't even know their last name, who thrive, who make it anyway, yeah. who will tell you, I came from a single family. I'm in a single mother home. Like I had no dad, I don't know where he is. I don't know what he's mm-hmm. doing. I don't know whether yeah. he's dead or alive, but I'm here. You know, and and that they made a name for themselves. You know, despite despite not even knowing that 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 piece of themselves. Like I admire people like that, and I admire their mothers. I admire you as a mother. Like what what the ways in which, girl. Like truthfully, because the ways in which I have to uh, adjust myself when Khalif leaves. Mm-hmm. Are, are you've seen like it, it can put yeah. me in a zone yeah. but this is the this is a zone that a lot of women are constantly in yeah. and worse like they're not getting money from somebody they're not and they do it and they're beautiful and they're smiling and they're protecting their kids and their kids turn out all right and I'm so proud of the women who managed to do that who hold up the sky like that when the, your counterpart just dipped on you like <laughs> you know, like, can you imagine you holding up the sky? Y'all both holding up the sky. Man, it's great holding up the sky. And then somebody, you look to your left and they just so like, sorry, I can't do this anymore. And I, don't just bounce. To, I don't have to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope so. Yeah. But, um, but you know what? It's, it is, it's, it's a choice, right? It's a choice of like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna allow this somebody else's decision to ruin me as a human like you go through the process of of grief and then for me i've had to make choices ahead of time because people will say things to you to to make you angry and not on purpose but just like girl you and you should like the system f- for me 
putting myself and my child in the system was just not a choice. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's set up to make you angry and bitter towards the person that's not the full-time parent. It's set up that way. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, it, it just wasn't an option for me. And I mm. think, you know, people around you, they're trying to be supportive because they're, they're, they feel anger for you or they feel hurt for you. And sometimes they say things that, you know, they're, like I said, they're not trying to, but they mm-hmm. say things that, that can <laughs> take you all the way down. <laughs> you can be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the truth is you, you just, for me, you just, I had to make choices ahead of time and just say, okay, this is, this is how I'm going to look at it. And because I don't want to raise a bitter, angry son, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not going to be bitter and angry. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm going to put my best foot forward and just have my child's back. Whatever that looks like to me, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have my child's back. And that might that, look crazy to somebody else, but... I think that's... 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 The, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But... It, and it's, it's... It's so notable, though, especially because, like, I'm a woman. I know the pain that I have felt in various situations, you know, where even just in a breakup where there was no child involved. Like, I know how... I understand the heart of a woman. It's it to me it's a beautiful thing when in a situation like that one can maintain their hope and their faith. And I don't mean like hope in life in general. I mean like being able to connect that to a person after someone can desert in a time that's the time to not desert. <laughs> if there's ever a time to not desert, it is this time. But then when they make that choice, I am, I imagine like, I just admire the women that don't let heartbreak define their parenting style. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. There are way too many that will be bitter oh. and angry and, and hey, listen, I get it. It can be tempting, but it's not health helpful for you and it's not helpful for that child, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's not easy. And yes, it's an extra hoop to jump through, but there's no place for bitterness. It's not that child's fault that they're here. And, and like I said, you have to rally in their corner. Mm-hmm. Everything, there's so many other things that are gonna be against that baby. You know, yep. you, yep. you being angry and bitter is gonna make, it, it's gonna suck. Like, I don't know how else to put it. It's just gonna make the day to day is just gonna suck. And it's just not a way to be. But, I, and I will say for you too, like there's adjustments that are difficult. Like when you go from, you know, being in the house with your husband, with your kids, and then, you know, he has to go away for months at a time. And that's not easy either. You know, and he's doing he's doing a great job, you know, being supportive and not not knocking him in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. But it, there, there's a challenge in that as well, because like you said, it's it changes the dynamic in the house yeah. during that time. And so there's an adjustment, not just for you, but for your children as well. And being the mom. You have to be the one to figure out, like, at what point are we at balance? <laughs> like, you gotta, and yeah. it's different each time because they're older, they're in a different place, you know, they're, they're still growing and maturing. So it's never the same way each and every time. It's not like a rhythm that you can get into, you know, it's commendable, but, you know, I can see that your house is still standing. 
Girl, it's just it's just all angles and mares. <laughs> I mean, and you know, I, I I and I'm I'm grateful for that. Thank you, sis. Like it it, it 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 is it is a challenge for sure. And I guess it's so interesting. Like I think what it brings my mind back to is just like as women, man, we gotta just love on each other and support each other because you just never know what on earth situation somebody's in. And you can look over and think the grass is greener. I know women who are married to their husbands and they are their lives are absolutely miserable. And they're stuck in all this legal soup, you know, keeping where you have a toxic person who's permitted to be around your children, like, and they're seeing and growing under a lot. So like, it's no way to say that one is superior to the other inherently. It depends on like you and how you hold your children, period. Like- That's important to say. Yeah, yeah. People need, the people around your child, children need to be healthy. Yeah. And there's no way to create a perfect scenario. There's not. I can testify to that. Um, But the people that are around your child need to be healthy. And if they're not willing to assess that for themselves and look at themselves as a parent, you have to make choices. You have to make a choice. And and I will say, too, if your child is old enough, like my son is old enough to understand the difference between what right and wrong and what feels right to him. Mm -hmm. He understands and and can verbalize to me like this this is not there's something not right about this mm-hmm. and I don't feel comfortable with it and it's my job as his mother to help him understand that he should follow his gut to and affirm to, him and to affirm him and assess mm-hmm. the situation and be like if that's how you feel I don't see anything wrong with what you're looking at. I think you're looking at it the right way. I think your perspective is 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 correct, and I got your back. What you know? Yeah, and that's hard too. It is hard to be trusting your kids to like you know assess things on their own because you've known them since before they could take a step on their own. Mm-hmm. But it is it is real. I think that is the that is the task at hand is to raise children who are able to have a keen eye and look at things, to feel what they feel, to to acknowledge what's going on, to acknowledge themselves and their place in the world and how they interact with it and how they make others feel and all of this because I think I think there's too much of this mentality that like marital status equals morality status mm-hmm. it does not nope. <laughs> it does not you got people who, who who married and and I mean I'm sure everybody anyone listening knows this you know mm-hmm. I mean So the effort and the focus has to be, like you said, like on what kind of parent am I deciding to be? And also to to teach your child to have a sense of pride in who they are. And when you pull yourself together and and lavish them with your attention and, and your efforts and your care and your desire to see them thrive, then they have a sense of feeling worth something. And their name and their family and their clan or whatever you want to call it, their group, begins to mean something like in terms of them making those people proud and doing well because they've been propped up so high by people, whether you have a lot or you have a little, like your children know whether you're emptying the cup or whether you're just kind of doing your bare minimum. I see too many moms with their kids at the park and the mo- and the kid is just begging them. I'm like, look what I can do, look what I can do. And trying to, the kids outside. In the great outdoors, they want to show their mom how fast they can run. Because all the other times, the kid has to be quiet. So you're out in in at the park, and the mom is just on her phone, just scrolling, uh, 
the whole time, the whole time just scrolling. Yeah. You think your child doesn't pay attention and know what your favorite things to do are, what your priorities are, you know, and can't ver- verbalize it. I, I can tell you, my three-year-old girl, there are times when like I'll be busy doing something else, be it writing a song, working on a song. Whatever it is. <laughs> hello, Eric. Or, or like, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello, Eric. I'm working on it. <laughs> but, um, you know, be it be it one of those things like she'll she'll when she grabs onto me and she feels like I've robbed her of some time, she'll be like, I need you, but yeah. I need you, and she won't let me put her down. Your kids are aware. So when they you know, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. married or not, single mom, not single mom, wealthy, uh, not wealthy, educated, un- uneducated. It doesn't matter. Like you're, what kind of parent you are defines a lot and can either catapult your child into into the stars or give them a gravity that they'll never or will have great difficulty shaking. Yeah. Yep. And let me tag on to that because I want to give, you know, just actions that we can do as parents um, that I've seen effective in my own world. Mm. Number one, if you are on uh, social media, any type of social media and your child is calling for your attention, put Mm. your phone down. Put your phone down. There's nothing on social media that is more important to them. And I will tell you this, the chances that what they want is going to take more than 15 minutes, usually it takes like two minutes of you just listening to them, looking at them, listening to whatever it is they have to say, and them feeling that they can carry on. The chances of it taking more than 15 minutes or a half an hour, like taking up the whole rest of your day are very, very slim. They just need you for a second and then they're gonna be on their way. And that will change how they look at needing to get your attention. Mm -hmm. That's number one. So just my suggestion is if you're on any type of social media and your child is calling your name, put your phone down. Hit pause on the podcast. (laughs) Whatever you hit pause on this podcast, turn to your child, look them in the eye and, and talk to them. Um, and that's something that I, I I learned that for myself. It makes you feel so much better. And a lot of times you won't even pick your phone back up. You'll go find something more constructive to do with your time. That's number one. If I and I also understand that there are there are people, there are parents that are extremely busy. You're working two jobs, three jobs, and you just don't have the bandwidth. I get it. <laughs> Wherever you can find those moments to just look at your child, tell me and, and ask them, tell, you know, is there anything you want, want to tell me? Is there anything you need to talk to me about? Give them those moments. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's not that long that they need. It's, it's not. really not that long. But if you give them that time, it will let them know that number one, they are important and, and that you will come looking for them, not when they're yeah. in trouble or not when they've done yeah. something wrong, but because you want to know what's going on with them. And the third thing I can suggest is changed like so much in me and my child. We watch at least one movie together a week. We have movie night. 
And even if it's just a TV show or whatever, we watched the entire Marvel cinematic <laughs> timeline <laughs> over over a couple years. Just every every Friday night, we watch a movie, we get our snacks, we plan it out, we figure out what we're gonna watch, and we just spend that time together and watch the movie. But what that does is more than just watching a movie together. And we've pr- picked pretty good mo- movies for the most part. Some of the movies we were like, why did we watch that? But <laughs> for the most part, we've watched really good movies. And what that has done, though, is that we have this like common thread, you know, we watched this together. A lot of times it was the first time I saw it or the first time he saw it. But most of the time, it's the first time both of us have seen the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, They're, you know, they're always appropriate for him at his age and for what I feel comfortable with him watching. Mm -hmm. But there's this common thread that we can both refer back to. Like, remember when such and such and and we know we saw the same thing at the same time. So it's like, it's been great. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that we, we started doing that. And it's a time that we look forward to every single week. Every single that, week. I can imagine. And that, that piece about having the common thread, yes. that's really important because the older they get, the easier it is to have no common thread other than we all live in this house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know especially when everybody starts eating in separate rooms and or eating out wherever they're going and they've mm-hmm. got different friends and different schedules and all this other stuff like it's really important to create a routine like that because i think even when your kid gets to be my kid's age at 14 where he wants more independence and stuff like he loves spending time with it he, he doesn't he won't like actively say it you know <laughs> but but if let a week go by or let or let that thing pass by or, or it be time to do the thing whatever thing we've decided we're gonna do together mm-hmm. and, and it don't look like people are moving fast enough to like get to the place we need to be or be doing yeah. what we're supposed to be doing he's like hey aren't we gonna yeah. aren't we watching that movie like yeah. he'll bring <laughs> or like, you know right, you guys ride bikes together you guys do like mm-hmm. It's really important. No, I mean like that piece though, especially like the, the common thread mm-hmm. piece was is well said because that is what it is, you know? Cause a lot of times we, we get so caught up and I've seen this over you know, over time with myself, we get so caught up with taking care of things and taking care of the house and getting this done, getting that done, that we kind of they're there, but yeah. just like you don't really see them. Yeah. And if we don't yeah. show them how to check in and that there are there is space for them to check in like for me with with Farai we pray together every night and that's that was something he started mm-hmm. you know he asked me like w- will you pray with me because I would I, like when he was a baby baby I would pray over him you know mm-hmm. but as he got older he was like no like we're not just going to read a bedtime story I want you to pray with me mm-hmm. and so I pray but then I, I realized that like if there was a time when I was not praying with him before he went to, to bed, it, if he felt uncomfortable. So he would be yeah. like, oh, we got to pray first, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I started adding to that, like before I pray with him, I ask him, like, is, is there anything you want to talk about? Is there anything you want to mm-hmm. tell me? And usually it's like less than five minutes of something that he, oh, there was this one thing I didn't tell you today or all oh, this, you mm-hmm. know. And then like, it's like, he's at, at, at ease and at peace. He's said everything he needs to say to the mommy. 
and we pray together and we say goodnight. <laughs> that's it. And that's, that's that. It. And I, I yeah. blow them a kiss and close the, you know, close the bedroom door. So I know everybody has different things, but I, I, I don't know what psychologists or what, what thought group, you know, was like, okay, bedtime stories for kids. Like I, I know a lot of times it's like, you know, just read them a bedtime story so they go to sleep. I think it's way more than that. I think it's mm-hmm. just that comforting moment of, of, you and yeah. that child and nothing in the outside world being yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. For, for it's worth it. It's, let me, it, is. You, it is worth it. It's so worth it. And not just for your child, but for you too. Like you. I definitely recall how, you know, when the kids were small, I used to be going back and forth between Maryland and New York a lot. Mm-hmm. But when I was home, um, we started doing this thing where, because they, they would say things like, everybody else gets to see you sing, and we don't get to see you sing. Right, you always yeah. have to go away to New York to sing. <laughs> so I was like, we can have a concert ourselves. Like, I said, but y'all gotta sing too. And every night we would sing all these like jazz standards. Like they, mm-hmm. they can sing Skylark and Nature mm-hmm. Boy. Like, and, those times, while my kids really loved it, they had my attention. They used to always argue about who got to put their hand over my belly button. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about, but like they we still are getting sustenance from here. Yeah, like they would just and whose head goes where, and you know, you're holding, you're holding him. You're not. I don't have enough space on the bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was a you know even all that jockeying for a position and settling in and and like for my brain it was cleansing from like at least for that period of time i wasn't thinking about the world i wasn't thinking my phone wasn't even in the room with me i wasn't thinking about anything but being with my kids and my kids felt secure so when they went to sleep they could still smell me (laughs) like they could still like that's priceless it's It's priceless priceless for them to have that and the thing is when you think about it as a parent, like we were so intent on making sure that they have the right nutrients and that they have the right vitamins in their body. This is more important than any vitamin you could give your child. They will grow. <laughs> they it will grow. And they will grow into loving, compassionate people. There'll be a tool that kicks in when they have their own children because it's been that bone is being built right now with you. Yep. You know? And yeah priceless it's priceless and don't look at it like okay so a lot of times we'll look at it like working out we were talking about this mm-hmm. earlier. so yeah we don't work out for a while and we we you know we were like oh it's no sense in going back to it because i haven't done it in a while no get back to it mm-hmm. if there are gaps of time where you, you feel like you've been disconnected or whatever mm-hmm. say that to them say look i know i've been busy yeah. i know i've been you know doing a lot of stuff i want you to know that i'm doing this because i care and if you're it's 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 how you are sharing that. Like I'm I'm doing this because I care, and and you're saying that, and you're saying I'm I'm off doing this because I care, and I'm you know trying to provide for you and trying to da da da. They don't. That doesn't make sense. You yeah, know? that doesn't make sense to them. You there there needs to be something that follows that. 
Yeah. We're going to, we, but you know, I haven't been here, but I'm going to spend this time with you now and I'm not going to pick up my phone. You've got my attention. Even if it's just for five minutes, I got to go to work, you know, I got to go to bed. I'm really tired. You can tell Mm -hmm. them that, but to let them know that you are making them the focus of your attention for whatever amount of time. And if you can't, you know, if, okay, we got to, we got to cut this short, but tomorrow next you know is the next time i have time or whenever it is schedule it out so that they have something to look forward to let them know that it's coming again this is not the last time think you know and and it it just it just will become a a a space of joy for you and your your children or your child it just i promise you the truth that's the truth and and you know to really also encourage parents out there like you know, we're all here just trying to figure it out. And and if there's something you feel like you're not doing enough of, don't sit in like guilt. Change don't, it. Don't you know? Don't just feel guilty. You're doing the best you can. The best you can. Like you're doing we the know. best you can with what you have. Yeah. That's all. Don't don't feel and and also your how you do it is your fingerprint unique to you, unique to your child, unique to your household. So yep. maybe for somebody else, it is that they spend, you know, every weekend we go and we shoot some basketball and we do yep. Maybe you're not that type of dad who goes around shooting basketball, but maybe you're the type of dad that even though you got to rush out the door in the morning, you can write a cute little stick figure note to your kid and put it in their lunch every day. Or yep. when they come home, they like you, you you bring them something that you wrote where you thought of them or you drew a picture exactly. that you thought of or where you saw some, anything like it's literally for you to decide you know yeah. it could be it could be anything anything yeah. at this point you know um because i think sometimes people get caught up in like the mr rogers view of the world and they're like well i i wouldn't raise like that i don't know what that is i'm not the type of dad who's gonna go and sh- and sh- you know throw a ball around with my kid that i call sport and i'm not gonna be mm-hmm. you know doing all like there there are people who who will even reject this the mentality because they just it, it cuts off at like well i never learned how to do that i ain't grow up in that that's not my culture i'm not right. It ain't even like that. Like whatever it is to you, you know where you feel like you could be doing better. And if you feel like you could be doing better in a certain area, then just do little things that are unique to you. Yeah, Yeah. unique to you, you know? And you know your kid, you know what your kid likes. And and I don't mean candy and treats like that. I mean, I know that that Oshala loves it when I watch him play his video games. I could sit, I could just stand there for five minutes. He is so happy <laughs> that I'm standing there watching him play mm-hmm. video games. Yeah. You know? Like, like okay. Overjoyed. Mm-hmm. Ashe, Ashe likes it when I come to him in the morning before I wake Oshala, who's always knocked out. And, and I just like speak to him in the morning, like quietly. Sometimes I'll lay down next to him or sometimes I'll just kneel down and just talk to him. But like, it don't cost any money. It doesn't cost mm-hmm. anything. It's just a way that I know when I start feeling like, do I reassure them enough? I'm, I'm by myself with the kids a lot. I feel like I fuss at them a lot and I do. Mm-hmm. So how do I, if I'm feeling that in my spirit, what do I do to help make do sure something. that I'm real? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it could just be that in the mornings before I get them up, I just tell them like, look, man, 
you know, like last night, yes, I was upset, but let me tell you something. You are my ace. You are my right hand man, and I'm proud of you, and I'm thankful for everything that you do. I just tell them these things. So I just want to say that because I know I've heard a lot of, I've heard people say, like, well, I didn't grow up. Like, I've dated a guy once that would say to me like, well, I didn't grow up in a situation like you, you got both your parents and, and, and kind of ridiculed mm-hmm. me when I was like, you should be more like, try mm-hmm. to be more tender. It, it, it made him, and, it, and it, it's not just his fault. It's, the, it's Maybe it's the way I said it. Like you should be more tender rather than right. just saying like, you know, offering ideas of things that he could do. I don't know. I'm sure the way that I br- brought it up wasn't the best, but also I know that the reason that he was so resistant to what I was saying was because it it was illuminating that this was something he didn't know how to do because it yeah. wasn't done for him. And people are real uncomfortable with them types of feelings. Yeah. So just to say like, make it yours, do it yeah. your way. Work through the awkward. It's okay to be awkward around your children. Definitely. It's okay to be awkward <laughs> around their children and let them know like, I don't, you know, you can say that to your child. I didn't grow up with this. I don't know how to be mm-hmm. this way, but I want to mm-hmm. make sure that you're okay. And I want to make sure mm-hmm. that you don't look back and go, what, you know, why didn't I get more of X, yeah. Y, and Z? And allow them to, to think about it and allow them to change their minds. And because you do too, you know? Yeah. But I think having open, honest conversations with your children, there's nothing that can beat that. And I will say it again, social media is not the way to spend your time. If your option is social media or talking to your children, I just, I gotta say, push pause, step away, close it. It's just, it's not gonna bring you the benefits or the rewards that spending a few minutes with your children is. And and even vice versa, vice versa. If the only way you know anything about your child is by scrolling through their social media, put your social media down. Put his social media down. And y'all have an interaction. Because I see that too, where you know, I cannot believe she said that. And I didn't even know they broke up. And and it's like seeing people real time, like finding out things about their children via social media, like I would feel so hurt. <laughs> I would. I would feel so hurt. Like that's because I I can feel hurt. I put in that time. Like if if, if I make time to talk to you every day mm-hmm. and be with you every day, and then I'm finding out about your life from social media, it would suck. But like, you know. But there there are folks who they only they only know what's going on in their child's life by following their child's social media because and maybe your child feels like that's the only way to get your attention because your face is always in your phone and or and and here's another thing you know if a child always feels judged by their parents Mm, mm, mm. rather than heard and that can happen very easily too because you get in this mode where you all you're doing is telling them what they need to do and to, and not asking any questions and not listening to what their response is and not really trying to understand who they are and why they're making the decisions they're making they're gonna be they're gonna feel like you just judge them they're not gonna feel yeah. like you listen to them yeah. or that you try to understand them or you try to validate how yeah. they're feeling because guess where they learn their behavior from it's either what they see or what they didn't see from you, <laughs> you know? That's it. What, I tell you, it is a tough thing though, you know, being a being a parent, trying to keep them on the right track, trying to keep them to, to, to provide 
boundaries and lines for them, but to not overdo it and to give them freedom while also teaching them discipline and while also disciplining yourself. It's all really uh, a huge challenge. And I think, you know, that's where it's a, it's the best. It's to me, it's the the most worthy challenge of my existence, even though there are other things I feel like I got to accomplish in my life. None of those things, I I feel like none of those things would be possible without the heart and mind that I have now as a mother, Me too. you know, if I had never become a mother, I'm sure I would have gone on to do really great things, but I'd have been a totally different person. <laughs> yeah. I would have, girl, now, I don't know, I don't know that's the thing, yeah. but I might, have, I might have been a person that I wouldn't like today, though. Exactly. You know? And I think that about myself, too. Like, I, I didn't really like myself before I became a mom, but it's because I didn't know myself. Yeah. And I didn't allow myself to know myself. Like, as I've gotten to know myself better and make purposeful action of getting rid of the things that I don't like and keeping the things that I do and improving the things that I want to get better at, I, I like myself more yeah. than I did 10 years ago, 15, definitely 15 years ago, 20 yeah. years ago. W- one of the things that popped in my head, too, was like when we used to hear when we were younger, well, I ain't, I ain't one of your friends. I'm your, your, your mama. <laughs> I'm one of your friends. I'm your daddy. And I get that. I totally mm-hmm. get that because that's not what we're what we're encouraging here, but we are encouraging. Um, I, I love the way Will Smith did a, a red table talk recently, and he was just talking about relationships in general with other human beings mm-hmm. and how important it was to how your interaction is with other people, especially in, in areas of conflict or challenge. Um, mm-hmm. And one one of the things that he said that he uses is the acronym Love L U V, and he said, you always seek to listen, let the person talk, no matter how offensive what they're saying, because kids will, will say some stuff that will offend you, okay? Like, you <laughs> yes, will hear some stuff from them. But yes, guess what? You can handle it. You can handle it, okay? So listen, let them talk. Don't try to defend yourself. Listen, understand. Make sure you're understanding where they're coming from mm-hmm. and validate where they're coming from. Like validate that, okay, you know what? You're upset. Yeah. And I get that. Or, you know, you seem to really like this. That's awesome. Like whatever it is. But instead of trying to defend yourself or or correct them right away or tell them they're not, you know, listen and understand and validate. And then that opens up like, first it calms your mind down and it opens up like this space where they feel like they've been acknowledged before you try to correct them. And I have to catch myself with my son. Like, he'll start to say something and I want to be like, oh, but, 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 but. no, just listen to everything he has to say. Thanks for listening to Side Note. We'll continue this conversation in our next few episodes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media. Our links are in the description box. We love hearing from you. Yes, we do. Show enough, we do.